I remember once I was sitting together with some friends and I felt really deep. And I said, Ars longa vita brevis. Art is long, life is short. And I covered the whole history. Everything that has to do with sculpture and painting is about, you know, uh, getting in touch with the main artery of whole humanity. Little did I know, of course, that the, the quote means that the science of medicine is long and life is short. Yeah, yeah but that's because where... Uh... <laughs> That's where we always get into conflict with people. They, they wonder why we don't use the word art, because, mm. you know, art goes back to yeah. ars in Roman yeah. times, and are, I think, in, in Greece, which means to do. No, well, something. then you're talking about techne, yeah, yeah, which are supposed to be the sort of the similar terms, uh, but, but you know, that's where you have to talk about art with a lowercase a and a... Well, well, yeah. the, 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 the distinction that Larry Shiner makes uh, in The Invention of Art is uh, there's a difference between an art and yeah. fine art, yeah, which yeah. is the break in the 18th century that is so essential to what we're, yeah. we are uh, talking about. Well, you father said it very <laughs> poignantly once. Uh, it's not an art to make art, but it is an art to make kitsch. Yes. Yeah, right. And I th think that term confuses a lot of people because you find our ours or uh, art the art of painting or or um, you find the art of masonry the yeah, art yeah. of cooking that's the point because then it's referring to the discipline which is is something that you can rationally uh, learn and yeah, then yeah. teach to yeah, the so other person so it's not like we don't use the uh, the word art but we use it in the correct context <laughs> <laughs> and um, because I think many, uh, we've talked about this before, you know, it, mm. it can seem like identity politics that we don't get yeah. to use the word art, yeah, yeah. We, to, we, yeah. we use the word kitsch. Yeah, because um, we identify as kitsch painters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's not that we don't, uh, we, we, we identify as something else than art. The problem is that you had this change in the 18th century. It's like the, the, the mid 18th century mm. where... Uh, art or f it was first called fine art the grouping of fine arts by Charles Bateau mm. uh, and then they they stripped away fine and just art yeah in the end I think with Winkelmann was the first to use that term in the 1750s and then you get uh, something like an art uh, like uh, because the word art means science and then suddenly you get art in itself like a science in itself with the word art you know a work of art it if you translate it with the the, the old understanding the, mm. the original understanding it would be like saying um uh the the science of science or something yeah. the yeah. art of art yeah 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 yeah, yeah and, and then and what, what is that yeah well that that's uh, indicative of how words are being changed to mean the exact opposite of what they meant. Because what happens in the 18th century, of course, is that uh, the word art, which means knowledge, is turned into non-knowledge. And mm. that, of course, is the Kantian idea of the genius. And that, I, mean, I think that's why you cannot, I, I try to emphasize that all the time. When I say that Rembrandt was not an artist, I'm not doing it to be funny or polemical or, or like to over-exaggerate the point or anything, but just quite rationally, if you list the points of what defines the concept of fine art, then it is that handcraft is something 
we do not use anymore because it's something old. And, and they start to say, talk about how it's something you, you uh, a craft is something you do just to make money. Right? Mm. And of course, this idea that you have to be original, create something, you distance yourself to the, what has been created before. And not the least, this idea of the genius who doesn't, cannot learn anything. You're not supposed to learn it. And therefore, uh, that's the most amazing thing that Kant says. You are only creating art when you do not know what you're doing. Yeah, but so that, that's, that, that's saying you only know what you're doing when you do not know what you're doing. Yeah, but these yeah. ideas, these ideas yeah. start actually quite much earlier than Kant. Yeah, and I've I've been I've been going down the rabbit hole of you know uh, trying to find the original source for mm -hmm. this whole mm -hmm. uh, I call it the art virus, mm. um, uh, where where where, uh, where uh, to learn a craft doesn't mean anything because mm. it's about your natural uh, uh, talent, and I found. I found uh, a guy, I've been talking about Alexander Gerard mm. previously. Mm. He wrote this uh, essay on the genius. It's in the, from the 1770s. And, and uh, of course, he uses Homer as the, like, uh, the example of the greatest genius of all times. Mm. And he, he, he penetrated himself. Mm. He, he used no models, yeah, yeah. he said, and that's why it's so great. And I forgot to mention a point last time I talked about it that um, that uh, when Schliemann discovered Troy in the late 1800s, or I think it was 1879, mm. he completely, you know, shattered the foundation upon which Gerard built his whole, whole idea about the, the superior genius. Because Troy was an actual city and events yeah, yeah. actually happened. So Homer had, he used models. So he wasn't the genius, you know, if we should... In the Kantian sense, yeah. Or in the Gerard <coughs> no, sense. The art, art sense, yeah. Yeah, but then, then, mm. then I found someone even earlier that talks in a very similar manner. Mm. Uh, the, his, his name is uh, uh, Joseph Addison, and he was a critic and a poet. And uh, he, he, he started uh, a magazine in the early 1700s, you know, like our colleagues have started the Civilization. Mm. It lasted for only a couple of years. Uh, it's called The Spectator. And in 1712, uh, he wrote about the genius the following. Among great geniuses, uh, those few draw the admiration of all the world upon them and stand up as the prodigies of mankind, who by the mere strength of natural parts and without any assistance of art or learning, have produced works that were the delight of their own times and the wonder of posterity. Right. And a little bit further, an imitation of the best authors is not to compare with a good original. And, uh, and, God, and, and this is, it's quite early, 1712. Wow. Wow. Yeah, how far does it go back? You know, suddenly we but, find but, even but more. In a way, it's, uh, I mean, one thing that... I mean, we were talking about the, the, the what is called, I think, the, uh, the long 18th century, like at least 1680 to 1830, where, yeah, where yeah, this yeah, is established yeah. or it gets established. And then you have so many things going on. One thing is that, that science has uh, clearly developed and progressed, and they get inspired by that, and they want the same thing for what becomes fine art, that you have to progress and not be better than what yeah, was before. Right? They start to use uh, the science, language yeah. and logic yeah. on poetry. Speaking of this uh, whole sort of conservative track to uh, trap to believe in progress as a fundamental, as a value in itself. 
and um, and uh, uh, that, that's but, but there's also the thing about the the influence of the uh, Plato's idea. Uh, well, he doesn't use, I guess, the word genius, but it's sort of, sort of similar. This thing about not copying what is in the world around you, but um, but being inspired. Right? Plato. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That that you are. Uh, that's how how he describes the poet that he is sort of um, uh, enthused. You know, and 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 feel in God or God is in you, inspired. Mm. Uh, and that also is one thing that, that uh, influences this, this way of thinking about the genius, which then sep separates itself from empiricism, meaning to learn a craft and to study nature, that that should be a basis at all. Yeah, and of course, if you go back, I mean, Joseph Addison, that's fine, 1712. If you go back, you can, uh, you can find the traces of this in, in Plato, yeah. uh, quite clearly in Plato. Yeah. Uh, and also in, in Luther, who believed in the that the good intention yeah. had more value than the good deed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. but something happens in the 18th century, like throughout the 18th centuries, that uh, I think Larry Shiner pointed out that in the in the beginning of the 1700s, uh, everyone uh, the, the the notion was that anyone could become a genius th uh, through learning. And I mean, practice, uh, yeah, yeah, mm. uh, using uh, rules and reason, yeah. and then by the late 1700s, yeah. the the notion was that uh, only a few people mm. can be geniuses, mm. and it's something you're either yeah. either it's a, uh, either you're born with it or it's some kind of other mystical thing that uh, right. you have to go through. Right, you, you distance yourself from reality, and that's why I'm totally um, uh, occupy that now about uh, critical theory now because I realized that this is just a copy of what happened with art mm. when you completely distance yourself from reality and there's what they call standpoint theory that I have a truth and you have a truth there's no objective measurements objective uh, rules for a craft that you can go to and learn and judge your work and that's th 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 that goes out right and then you get the idea of the genius who, who just floats right floats in, and that's in back to Andrew Breitbart's uh, point that politics is downstream from culture so yeah. So it yeah. starts with culture yeah. and then suddenly people yeah. realize it when it hits politics because yeah. that's something everyone yeah. engages in all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's why I, I said Sebastian Salvo, they react when it comes into mathematics. But we've been living with this for, you know, in practice, really in practice for at least like 150 years. Thank you for checking out this video from the Cave of Apelles. If you want to watch the entire segment, head over to caveofapelles.com slash donate and become a $5 patron. Then you can access our masterclasses, bonus material with our guests, painting videos, and more.